Welcome to Manifesting on a Loop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Manifesting on a Loop, a skeptic-friendly podcast. It's in Mahir once again. Today, we are going to discuss something that I have struggled with a lot in the past and which was one of the first things that I started realizing that I needed to release from my energy and my life on my journey. And I think it's one of the biggest first necessary steps to clear your life of the unwanted vibes and start looking at your life in a different light. I'm talking about something we all do, complaining and being negative. I'm going to give you also three ways of dealing with conflict because I think so many times our way of dealing with conflict is actually complaining or looking at, looking at it in a very negative light, which is not what we want around here. So, okay, let's go dive right in. Um, first, of all, I do want to say that we live in a world where everyone complains. Think about it. Like we complain so much about everything. Oh, it's raining again. I so don't want to go to the party, but my partner is making me go. I have to go grocery shopping today. What a bore. I hate my job. My boss is so annoying. We complain about the weather, about our jobs, our boss, politics, our parents, our friends, our partners, our bodies, our duties, even our hobbies. Like, oh, I have to get up early tomorrow to go to the yoga class I chose to go to. We we don't even realize how much we complain. I dare you to look around you, to listen to your conversations with other people as well as strangers' conversations, like in the subway, the bus, work, whatever. You will very soon realize that so many conversations are us just ranting to one another and not just with other people. Like, think about your own thoughts. There are so many times when your internal monologue is complaint after complaint after complaint. We've grown up listening to adults complain. That's a fact. When we're children, everything we see around us, we're probably going to emulate, which is why we grow up and we mimic everyone's habit of complaining. Children don't absorb these things on a conscious level. It gets wired in our subconscious, where most of our our habits, opinions, thoughts, and attitudes come from, as we already know. So we grow older and we just do what we've been wired to do and follow society's footsteps without even realizing. But we as adults, we can stop that. We can choose to stop that. Children don't really get to choose, but adults can. We humans have a great ability no other animal has, and it is a superpower and the root and source of any self-improvement journey. You already know it's the base of our manifesting salad, awareness. When you start waking up to the fact that you've been unconsciously taught to complain, you can start deconstructing that habit. Because what do you really get out of complaining? Like, think about it. So many people think that venting makes them feel better. But scientists keep proving time and time again that not only does venting not help, but it can also have negative consequences and make you have a more aggressive attitude after a venting session. Suppressed anger, though, is not good either. So I'm not suggesting that you just hold it in and think venomous thoughts and mentally curse whoever or whatever made you feel frustrated. What I'm saying is maybe you should reframe it. Maybe instead of just giving in 
to the anger or frustration and start your one-man renting performance, you might want to sit down and just breathe. Like, just breathe, literally. Research shows that the use of breathing techniques has a much better effect in our health and our mood than venting or complaining. What I like to do is talk to myself and rationalize things. I know I talk to myself a lot, but I, I if I feel the need to complain, which sometimes is completely devoid of reason, by the way, instead of surrendering to that because I know I don't want that venom in my life in any way, shape, or form, what I do is I sit down by myself, breathe, and talk to myself. Okay, so what's going on here? Why do I feel the need to complain about this situation? Can I reframe this? Can I look at this in a different light? And the answer to that last one is usually yes. It's as easy as can you do something about it? If the answer is yes, then go ahead and do whatever you have to do to change that. If the answer is no, then let it out of your mind. Just let it go. When we're talking about complaining or having negative thoughts about not just one situation or aspect of our lives, but rather most of our lives, we've got to choose to stop this. We try telling ourselves that we have not chosen our terrible life circumstances. We blame things out there. Society, the economic crisis, COVID, our partner, our parents, our boss, whatever. But we don't do anything to change those circumstances. We just keep complaining and feeling sorry for ourselves, choosing not to acknowledge the fact that your life, your happiness are your responsibility. It's very easy to feel depressed and blame our relationship because our partner is not doing enough to make us happy or isn't showing that they love us enough. But actually, what are you doing to make yourself happy? If the relationship or your job or whatever it is is not going well, you've got three options and I'm going to give them to you. But the first thing you need to do before anything else is reflect. Once again, we come back to awareness, self-awareness and general awareness too. You need to observe reflect, analyze, be absolutely clear on what is actually happening, what you're feeling, and why. You need to be aware of the situation as a whole, like objectively, extricate yourself from it for a minute and look at it from the outside. I usually think of it as a bubble, like I'm in the bubble, but I need to, you know, take a step back and look at the bubble from the outside. And I usually... What usually helps me do this is by thinking, what would I think if a friend came to me with this problem or this situation? Like I said earlier, there are some circumstances that you can change and some that you can't. There's this prayer, the serenity prayer, and it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. You know, I'm not religious, but this prayer is a game changer. It sums up the whole philosophy I'm trying to convey here, which is basically reflect and use your awareness to distinguish between things you can and can't change. Go ahead and do change whatever you can and let go of whatever you can't. It's simple, but we just don't stop to think about these options. Now, following this, let's talk about our three curses of action. 
If you can change your situation, you can one, try to fix it, or two, leave if possible, because obviously it's not always possible. And if three, if you can't change it, just accept it. Option number one, try to fix it. So going back to the example of the relationship in which you feel like your partner doesn't make you happy or isn't doing enough, talk to your partner. Communicate what you're feeling in an assertive, respectful manner, okay? Calm manner. (laughs) And don't speak as if they're to blame. Don't use words like, you make me feel X. Just say, I feel X. Don't be judgmental and please don't speak up about it in the middle of a fight, okay? Find a time where both of you are feeling good, when you're calm and open to talk. Because it's if, if it's in the middle of a fight, like the other person is probably not going to listen to you. Same goes for your boss, your mom, or whoever it is you need to talk to in your particular situation. There are also situations where you don't need to talk to anybody. It's just you. Let's say you don't feel good about your body and your overall health. Complaining about it is not going to make you feel any better about yourself. What will make you feel better is making better choices for your health and well-being, like eating healthy, balanced meals, working out regularly, all of that, which will impact not only your physical appearance, but also the way you feel about yourself, which is what we're after. We're going to option two now. You can try to fix it. And option two, you can leave if possible. So if you've had time for yourself where you've been completely honest and you've come to the conclusion that this situation is not enough for you. If, for example, if in in that relationship, if you've had time for yourself where you've been completely honest and you've come to the conclusion that this situation is still not enough for you, then leave if, if it's possible, obviously. I think it's possible in 99% of the cases, but most times we just use excuses to hide that We'd rather keep complaining and stay in the comfort zone than step out of that comfort zone to change our situation. I want to share something Jensen Shero wrote in her book, You're a Badass at Making Money, that I've already mentioned before. She said, the human ability to rationalize, defend, and accept our self-imposed drama is bananas. I agree. Like, it's definitely easier to say, I can't leave my partner, not now that they're going through a tough time, or... I cannot afford to leave my job. It's too risky and I have children to take care of. Or I'm too far into this. I cannot back down now. It's so much easier for our brains to keep telling us that story because like we've already discussed in previous episodes, our brains trick us into believing we want to stay in our comfort zone because it is what it interprets as safe. I get it. I know it's hard to take that step to finally say, this is it. But if that's what you honestly believe you should do, deep down, even if you don't want to listen to that voice within you, I guarantee you, yeah, okay, you might feel safe, but you're never going to be really happy staying in a situation where you don't deserve this or you know you deserve better or when you just want better. Now, if you cannot change it, then there's just option three available for you, which is accept it. And really accept it. Don't say you accept it, but then keep complaining because that's not accepting. That's settling for something you know you don't want. There's a high probability that you've just been looking at the situation from a negative perspective. Same example of the relationship. First off, you need to feel happy for yourself. Okay, you need to be happy on your own. It's nobody else's responsibility. 
That's number one. But second, just because that person doesn't have the same personality as you, just because they don't show you love the way you show love, or they don't speak the same love language or whatever, that doesn't mean they don't love you. And it most certainly doesn't mean they're not showing you they love you. You might be completely overlooking their gestures. Maybe they're not going to tell you they love you a thousand times a day because it's just not who they are. But they might come back home from grocery shopping with your favorite brand of yogurt, whatever, when they would usually prefer a different one. Now, I'm not saying you should give up your dream of finding a partner that would tell you they love you a thousand times a day if that's what you truly want. But that's when awareness comes in handy. You need to think about it and decide if you truly can accept what this person offers you. Embrace whatever they bring to the table, even if it's not exactly what you thought you'd ideally want. But you need to decide if you're going to choose to shift your perspective and be grateful for what this person does bring to the table. Or if whatever they don't have carries more weight for you than what they do have, which brings us back to option two, leave if that's what you want. It's the same with your job. If you're not happy about it and you've tried, but you definitely can't seem to reframe the situation and look at it from a more constructive perspective, then get out. It's get out or accept it. But stop complaining because it's not helping anyone, least of all you. Well, so there you have it. Those are the three things you can do when facing something that's frustrating. You either take action with options one or two, or you choose option three, accepting it and moving on. These are ways that you can transform complaints and the unwanted negative emotions that come with them into something more positive. But I do want to point out, though, that I'm not trying to say we have to feel super happy-go-lucky every second of every day. It's impossible to always feel positive emotions. And I think that it's actually okay to let the emotion come to you, live in you, and pass through you. Like, if you feel like crying, cry. This is not about suppressing our emotions at all, okay? And I want to be very, very clear on this. This is about trying to shift our toxic habits to try to have more positive emotions and thoughts overall in our lives with small everyday stuff. It's not productive in any way to complain about how many miles you just walked because you missed the bus. It's better to just accept you missed the bus and enjoy the walk home because because complain or no complain, you're going to have to walk anyway, right? better have a good time. But if we're talking about the death of a relative or something, well, feeling sad and being sorry about that is not complaining or having negative thoughts just for the sake of it. You deal with that type of pain in a completely different way, but that's for a whole different episode. It was just a bit of a disclaimer, just saying. I do want to add something at this point that I think can change the whole thing for you. So when talking about accepting a situation, we've mentioned that the best way to accept the things you can't change is to shift your perspective. There's this quote by Wayne Dyer, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I love that. And this absolutely illustrates that you need to change your perspective to appreciate things differently. And the one thing that can help you reframe a situation, any situation, is gratitude. Next episode will be about gratitude. So we'll go in deeper on it. But I just want to go real quick into it for a second. So let's use once again the relationship example. 
Whenever you feel unloved or overlooked, think about that yogurt they brought you. They even had to, I don't know, take a detour to get that specific brand, which is only sold at a specific grocery store that's not your usual and it's further away, whatever. They didn't have to do that, did they? Or if you're so tired of your job and you hate your boss, think about it this way. You're lucky you have a job that pays your bills and allows you to have a roof over your head and food on the table. And also, compassion can also come in handy in these situations because you don't really know, like, if your boss is behaving in a way that you find hurtful or offensive in any way, well, you already know what to do. You can talk to that person, try to fix it. You can leave or you can accept it. But um, if you have to accept it, then try to reframe it like, what is this person going through in their life that is making them this bitter? Like, whenever I am somehow mistreated by somebody, I'm like, wow, I'm sorry for you, you know, because that means that there's something you're not really happy about in your life. For example, another example, if you want to complain about how hard working out is, Remind yourself that you can feel grateful because you're able and healthy and not missing a limb, for example, okay? I know that that's a bit extreme, but like you have a body that carries you through your everyday life that takes you places that can see incredible things, that can listen to music, that can listen to this podcast, that can read and learn and move and jump and dance, you know, all these things, you should feel grateful for those things because that's a blessing. Gratitude is the cure to pretty much every problem you think you have most of the times. Complaining can always be replaced with gratitude. We'll talk more about gratitude, like I said, very soon on the podcast, but I want to finish this episode with a very useful tip that I learned and practiced a few months ago. If you want to start noticing how many times a day you complain or look at a situation in a negative light in order for you to change it, grab a hairband or a bracelet or even a ring. Like use something that you can easily take on and off, like in less than a second and something you can always wear, even in the shower or in bed. So you don't ever have to take it off. I used a hairband and I called it the hairband of complaints. Now wear it on one of your hands and every single time, that you catch yourself complaining or about to complain or or complaining mentally, you know, thinking negative thoughts, you're going to take the hairband off from that hand and change it to the other one. That's it. Every time you want to spit some venom out or you're already doing that mentally, put the hairband or the ring on on the other hand. You can count the times you change it every day and note it on your phone or down in a journal. And if you want to take it a little bit further, whenever you have to change the hairband or the ring to the other hand, think about the particular circumstance or situation which caused the negative thought and reframe it. Look at it from a perspective of gratitude. Think, what can I be grateful for in this situation? You know, you can choose to look at the lesson instead of the problem. You know, what can I learn from this? What can I be grateful for? Commit to this and you'll notice very fast how much we complain every single day. Like you'll see how over time, just by building awareness of this and consciously wanting to change your 
complaining and negative habits, the number of times you have to change the hairband will decrease until you've developed a whole new set of habits. I did this and I did this when I was already kind of halfway through my journey, like it wasn't right in the beginning. And so I already had switched some of the habits, some of the complaining habits that I had. So I didn't have to change it that much. And I still changed it so many more times than I was expecting. So I I genuinely challenge you to do this. This is a really good one. Let's do a little recap now with the most important ideas of this episode. We talked about how we live in a society of complainers that has taught us to do the same. And the first step to stop paying attention to things you don't like about your life is to start paying attention to all of the things in your life that you can be grateful for. If it can be changed, change it. If it can't, accept it, let it go, let it out of your mind. And finally, please make sure, please, you commit yourself to the hairband slash bracelet slash ring of complaints. It is a very simple thing to do, but it does the trick. All right, guys, once again, we've reached the end of the road here, at least for now. Check out the episode description for any resources I might have mentioned. If you liked it, please subscribe and leave us a review. Your support is key. Also, share this with whoever you think could benefit from what we've discussed and leave your feedback or suggestions on the Instagram DMs at Manifesting in a Loop. Make sure you follow us on there too for daily inspiring content and more. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you very soon. And just remember, make your highest self proud and be kind. Bye.